Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to February 2024's edition of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we give you, you know, a nice rundown of the monthly news. My name is Greg Hahn. Alongside me, as always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. 49ers, you blew it. Yeah. By the way, surprise, everyone. We didn't tell a soul we were recording this episode. Uh, Didn't market it. Didn't put it on socials. We're just going to drop it in your feeds as a little pleasant surprise halfway through the month, brother. Who's better than us? To Listen, we usually record last week of the month. We get that. But it's February 15th, Valentine's Day. Love is in the air. And I said, Sam, we have to record. And he was like, fine. <laughs> you got well, me. Considering I'm going to be out of state for you know a little bit. So yeah. we had to do it. And you, listen, this is a little tease, too. I'll get the tease out of the way in front. We had three episodes or two episodes last February. It's trending that way again, folks. We probably will not be the – this will probably not be the only time we record this month. Um, unless There could some, be a bonus. Right. There could be unless something that happens on February 27th is a total pile of shit. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Uh, so that gives you a time frame of when you can expect a bonus episode. And also, back in like November or December, I gave my predictions for Switch 2 and when it's going to get announced. I said March. Guess what? Literally every insider is just like, yep, March, 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 March. So there very well could be some very exciting times ahead for these boys here at We Podcast and We Know Things to be delivering <laughs> <We're> back, <baby. laughs> some of the news. So what we'll do is we'll start off in what you've been up to. It's only been two weeks since we recorded, 15 days, but we both have a pretty massive list, which is great. Uh, we're going to start off in gaming, and the real reason we're even recording this week, there was supposed to be a Nintendo Direct. Methinks it got delayed to next week because of uh, the announcement that happened today with Xbox, um, and that's really the reason we're recording. It'll probably be a partner showcase, not a mainline Direct, so nothing to like freak out about. That won't be the reason for the bonus episode, but... Uh, Xbox made a pretty landscape shifting announcement while also uh, like having people. What's the word I'm trying to say? Like everybody was panicking and they took the yeah. panic away yeah. to reassure fans that they're not going anywhere. Right. Yeah. They they really they took their finger off the panic button. Mm-hmm the collective panic button for the, the Xbox fandom. Everybody can breathe a sigh of relief. Um, there is some major stuff happening, but not as major as everybody thought. So we'll go through that announcement. 21 minute Xbox podcast today. Phil Spencer, Matt Booty, Sarah Bond uh, gave us the future of Xbox. And so we're going to be hearing about that. Uh, there's a really fun demo out right now on PS5. We'll talk through Mortal Kombat 1 updates, Spider-Man 2 updates, and Resistance. Boy, I've been waiting to talk about this forever. I just wish it was good news. Uh, then we'll go to movies where we got a brand new sequel to an animated classic coming a lot sooner than we thought. Uh, then Marvel said, you know what? You all thought that Mar- or that uh, we were in trouble. No, 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 my friends. We're going to drop... A ton of stuff on your lap, including X-Men 97, Fantastic Mm. Four, Deadpool, and Wolverine. We have some other Super Bowl trailers to go through. And then in TV, again, we got our first look at X-Men 97. We got some Bear news, some Percy Jackson news, some Dave news. And uh, then we're going to get on out of here. It's a nice, short, succinct episode, but a lot of impactful things to cover. Let's start where we customarily do, Sam. What you been up to? So first thing off the list, I finally sat down and I watched the five episodes of the part three of the Masters of the Universe. This was the revolution. And I have to say, part two was my least favorite. I didn't give a shit about it. But part three, I liked it just as good as part one. There was actually some a t- little bit twist behind Skeletor. I believe they changed the voice actor for Tila. It was Sarah Michelle Geller. And now it was Melissa Benoist to a Supergirl on CW for a couple of years. But I, I got to admit, it was pretty good. Kevin Smith, I believe, directed the first episode. There were only five episodes, maybe 25, 26 minutes each. Animation was beautiful. It's, it's just short and sweet. You want to watch some some anime, brand new style, you know, a little bit different. The voice cast, it, it's, it's okay. 
Um, a lot of, a lot, obviously a lot of huge names. I mean, Kevin Smith probably called in every favor in Hollywood he knew to get, you know, half of these lists. I mean, just looking at the, the cast is, it is pretty impressive. Um, I didn't hear anything about if it was, I didn't see it show up on the top 10 list of Netflix and there's nothing on if it was canceled or signed on for a part four, but I kind of hope it continues. I did like the storyline and we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. Number two. I finally saw Equalizer 3. It's on Netflix. Um, I've been on record many times stating Equalizer 2 was absolutely horrible. I really enjoyed the first one, but 2 just missed the mark completely. But Part 3 takes place in Italy. As an Italian, I can appreciate the scenery. It was a very it's a slow burn, but when the action scene, action scenes start, you know, Denzel's getting up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try to see how old he is real quick. He's 69. Holy shit. Nice. So he's he's still doing it, and I just read that he's possibly open to do another one. I thought he was done after this, but again, when it got you know 76% of Rotten Tomatoes and it actually made over double its budget in the box office, it's good to see, you know, that Denzel still got it. So action was still pretty good, story was decent. Um I think I still like the first one a little bit more. But it was so much better than part two. So if you have Netflix, you got about an hour and 40 minutes, check out The Equalizer 3. And another movie on Netflix, I believe you recommended this a a few months ago. I finally saw Dumb Money. Mm -hmm. And if you you remember what Greg was talking about, this was about the whole GameStop, that whole kind of craziness. The only person I really didn't care for in this movie was Pete Davidson. Right, and he's like, Besides Paul Dano, the biggest name in it. I mean, get Vincent D'Onofrio, I guess. But Yeah, D'Onofrio, Nick Offerman's in it. You know, Sebastian Stan, Seth Rogen. Seth I mean, Rogen, but smaller parts. True, true. But, uh, you know, about you know, all the GameStop short squeeze and the diamond hands. And, uh, you know, because I, I knew about it, but I never, you know, uh, dove in on it. But I, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. Um, Good old Clancy Brown, right? Yeah, I, I didn't think he was gay. He was, he was his father. I didn't think... Uh, I thought he was going to just kind of like lose everything. I didn't realize he was, he still actually became a millionaire after all this. So that, that was kind of good to see that the, the little guy kind of won. And, you know, obviously the few other characters that they included and showed, showed you their net worth at the end of the movie. So it was good to see kind of the, the small guys kind of beat the billionaires and, you know, that the two billionaires are now only millionaires. So that was, you know, they took a big hit, but. Freaking GameStop stock. I remember that took over the world for a little bit. I sadly didn't buy any. So I didn't I didn't make any dumb money. But that and the it, AMC stock when it came yeah. back up. Yeah, no, I didn't get in on that. It, it, it's a shame it didn't make any money. It, it budget was thirty million, only made about twenty, maybe twenty one. But I mean guys, give it throw it show with some love. It was on Netflix, about an hour and forty minutes. You know, if you're interested in stock, not like even if you don't know shit about stocks, you can go watch this movie and, and really enjoy it. So check out Dumb Money on Netflix. And the last thing I watched, me and you both watched it, we saw Grounded 2, Making of the Last of Us Part 2. And it was pretty damn good. I would would say incredible. It was two hours. So I think the the first one, it was like an hour and 20-something minutes. This one, they kind of packed everything. They kind of showed you what they were going through between COVID and all the deadlines and hiccups and you know, it just reminds like so much goes into making this game. Like I, I don't know how they made it with COVID. I, I, I don't know how. Well, the, the game came out June, 2020 COVID was earlier that year. A majority of the game was done. Like at True. least the good part is the polish was really the thing that had to get done once COVID struck. So that's at least something. It was the delay and that, leak if that delay didn't happen due to covid that leak doesn't happen and this game has a completely different story or narrative around it that leak destroyed oh them. My. we knew yeah. that before this documentary but i think they did a nice job i mean they pretty much called out the one person that did it he had a vendetta and he went for it um but yeah wow um, I, I think it was probably the second best uh game documentary besides raising kratos i still think Kratos. that one is, is a little bit better just because i, I think naughty dog 
Um, as much as I think the last of us part two is a pristine masterpiece. I, and I did finish my playthrough by the way of part two again on my new game plus run. I, uh, I think they, they, they knew the problems. And so they very tactfully went around and said, like, they very much hit the crunch thing. Like, we don't want to be crunch. We don't want to be crunch. They are doing that as a response to the folks calling them out for crunch. Um, and then the other thing is, this is completely out of their control, but it's very difficult to recreate that organic feel of a documentary when you're doing it three years later and reflecting back yeah. as opposed to real time. So when they had that pause when COVID hit yeah. and they said the rest of the interviews are going to be shot in 2023 as a reflection of 2020, that's three years of memories lost. I feel like it would have maybe been a little bit better if they were able to continue power through that. However, we obviously realize why they couldn't. Yeah. So they did the best with what they had. Yeah, and you got to you know, really, uh, Laura Bailey especially, kind of getting the death oh, threats. Fucked. Yeah, her and her kid. Like, I mean, you know, there, there's just some sick anyone, people. Just anyone in yeah, general. True, it's but, a fucking but video just, game. Yeah, it's, it's a video game. And, and just her character, and she just got thrown everything and called everything under the sun. And I, I don't blame her for kind of taking a step back and kind of just being off social media just to kind of get away from that and you know kudos to the cast for you know st- standing by her and you know getting her back yeah it makes me it makes me just like think what kind of fucking people are there out there that like it's the same with these like console war edgelords like get over it it's a piece of plastic it doesn't love you back like, <laughs> seriously dude your loyalties to a piece of plastic are so fucking crazy to me yeah. but it was a really solid doc. They give you a really good look. They maybe could have gone into a little bit more of the development side of things. However, since they went into that in part one, I understand yeah. like why they didn't. It was already very long. So there's some some. It's not a perfect doc, and the pacing is a little weird. But I thought it was yeah. engaging. I'm I'm super happy with it, and and I absolutely loved every second of it. It will 100% be in the running for my favorite documentary this year for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's on my list. It's I think it's the only doc I watched so far. So it, it's on the list. So it's on Naughty Dog's YouTube channel. So check it out. Yeah, if you can get this thing for free, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just go to YouTube. You can watch it. It's it's pretty phenomenal with that for that too. You don't even have to have bought the game. Like that's awesome. Um, did you do you have anything else on the list? Nope. How about you, brother? What, what you got? Uh, yeah. So grounded part two for me. Um, and then the next thing I had talked last month, I guess technically about. Masters of the Air um, on Apple TV Plus. And I said, it's the third in the Band of Brothers in the Pacific. And the second I said that to you, it clicked in my brain of like, go back and watch those shows. Um, and so, yeah, I'm working my way through Band of Brothers now before I get to the Pacific and just realizing like how insane, how insane not only that show is, but just that cast and like what it did um, for so many of those actors. When you think about, excuse me, when you think about, <clears throat> Damian Lewis and Ron Livingston and Donnie Wahlberg even and David Schwimmer who was Sobel and it's like he was arguably at the time this came out the biggest actor and then he goes away halfway through episode one and you think oh my gosh we're not going to see him again but boom he comes back and there he is and so um, just even like there was a young uh, oh my gosh who's the guy from like Split and Glass oh Boy, howdy. Professor X? Yes. What James, is his James name? James McAvoy. Thank you. He's even in it. And you're like, oh, that's a 20 year, 22 years Super ago, young. James McAvoy. Yeah. He's dead in half an episode. He gets introduced and killed right away. That's not a spoiler, by the way. Like, you could tell he was being set up for, for a rough ending. Uh, and it just reminded me of, like, this war. I've been so engrossed in World War II basically my whole life. And so this show has always meant a lot to me. But, like, to be t- 35 and watching it for the first time and probably seven or eight years um, you're due for a rewatch i was due for a rewatch and now it hits just even that much harder and yeah it, it's fantastic i'm so excited to get through the pacific i've only seen that once and i don't remember a thing about it so the pacific oh, wow. will be next on my list uh two more for me number one this is a tv series on hulu it came out in 2021 and uh i've been kind of wanting to watch it ever since we just haven't gotten to it and finally we're kind of like out of stuff we have one episode of night country left master of the, Z of the air is only friday so it's only one day a week so we're, we're looking for the thing to kind of scratch the itch and i thought what about dope sick on hulu mm-hmm. um 
and I've been wanting to for a while. And we started that Mike, it. Michael Keaton. Yeah, we started it, and it would probably be in my top three of 2021. Like looking back on it, probably would have been somewhere around that three it or got four. Canceled month. after one season, right? It was. It wasn't a season though. It was just. Okay. It was a mini series. It was only meant okay. to be eight episodes. It tells the story of the opioid, uh, the, yep. well, really the OxyContin. Um, uh, epidemic in this country and it gives like I believe they use real names real everything um, and Michael Keaton plays a doctor you know who else is in it is Caitlin Dever who is now our new Abby um, mm. for season two of The Last of Us Peter Skarsgård Michael Stuhlberg Will Poulter so Adam Warlock is in this and the guy from the bear Rosario Dawson so like massive cast um, Will Chase Mayor Winningham uh, who's the other guy? Uh, I can't think of it right now, but whatever. <clears throat> Jimmy Baxter from the Your Honor. I don't know his real name, but he's in it too. So really good cast, but like super gripping, super real, heartbreaking as shit. Like you, yeah. you think one thing and then it takes it another way. I will say episode five has a little, it's a little tropey and like how much, darkness can you take they they went a dark place when you really expect them to and they went there in a silly way and it was like damn but at the end of the day can't take your eyes off it it's that type of show where it hits you even with a shitty cliffhanger there's some bad cliffhangers where like but even then keen's demand you persevere and you're like yeah let's watch one more it's the perfect one more show and keaton is phenomenal in this show he's incredible um so yeah that'll be like of all the recos this month, the, that's the top one. If you haven't checked out Dope Sick on Hulu, that's definitely okay. the one. And the last one. <clears throat> I played Suicide Squad versus the Justice League. You're a better me. man than me. I didn't better buy man. it. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. Uh, somebody from work mailed it to me. <laughs> the, beauties, the beauties of a cloud HQ. We have to borrow games that way. Um, so, yeah, I beat it. I beat it. Nine hours. <laughs> That's all it took, nine and a half, I think. I, I mean, I, I have to admit, I I went, I just wanted to beat it, you know. So I just flew. I didn't do what I normally do, of like hanging around and checking every corner the, and everything like that. The only thing I know, obviously, Kevin Conroy's last things, and I saw um, basically how all the heroes kind of die, and they're all shit. I would say all of them, but one. They like, left Wonder them. Woman's- one Listen, was the coolest. They left themselves an out to make sure none of that's real. But at the same time, if they left it in. But uh, here's what I'll say. The, the story is only nine and a half hours because it's a live service game. They plan on tacking yeah. more chapters on here in the future. So this could end up being a robust story. I won't be there for it. It's already back in the mail. Like, see you later. Damn. Um, I have no interest. I just wanted to play the story yeah. and kind of get my kind of hands on that combat. And here's what I'll say about the combat and the traversal. It's very vertical. One of my favorite games of all time is Crackdown on the Xbox 360. I love Crackdown. Crackdown 2, good. Crackdown 3, fine. But Crackdown 1 is a masterpiece, an underrated gem on the Xbox 360. People only played it because it had a Halo 3 demo in it. And so this game reminded me from a traversal and gunplay standpoint a ton of Crackdown. So I loved the movement. I loved the traversal. I Hated the story, obviously. Hated the characters. Hated the voice acting. Played as King Shark. Did a little bit of boomerang. Liked his traversal a little bit. It's almost like Mario Odyssey where he throws his hat. He uses his boomerang to traverse. And like kind of uses it as like a teleport. You know, like throw yeah, the boomerang yeah. and then he can kind of yeah. just get to where it is. So I appreciated that. Deadshot has the worst dialogue in any video game ever. Followed very closely by Harley. Mm-hmm. But... What I hate most about this game is that it's a Suicide Squad game. This game would be fun if it wasn't, if it didn't have that Suicide Squad coat of paint. If they could have made Suicide Squad a Guardians of the Galaxy type thing, narrative-driven, story-driven thing, instead of this live service crap with this verticality crap and let's go kill Purple Monster Guy and then Red Purple Monster Guy and then Superhero in this weird kind of like a uh, circular thing like the flash you're just following around and then the next person is following around at yeah. the end of the day the boss fights very repetitive. Very yeah and so i didn't love that 
But if this game's traversal and combat didn't have this weird suicide squad, unnecessary skin on top of it, there's a good solid core here. The surrounding, everything surrounding it sucks. Visually, it's in, incredibly impressive. I have to admit that. Um, but everything surrounding it sucks. If you could have made this game a new IP with new characters and a fleshed out story that had nothing to do with DC, I could see life here. I could see fun here. It was not fun. I did not like it. I will never play it again. But I, I liked the verticality and traversal if it wasn't a Suicide Squad game. It's like, that's where I stand on it. A two out of ten. It's it's just it, it was just I don't ever need to it's see a it. solid too though solid. I don't ever need to see it in my life. It's just a shame, man. I there there could have been two good games here that they combined into one shitty one. I think like that's where I land <laughs> on this. Uh, never hey, to be I, seen again. I give you credit for at least playing it. I, I watched gameplay. I saw all the deaths of the heroes. I just I don't know. You kind of got to get that in context though, to be honest. Out of context, if you see it on an Instagram reel or whatever, if you see Eris Quinones or whatever, yeah, he's bitching about it. That's he's gonna bitch about it. That's what he gets clicks for. But like in the moment, it felt two percent better than that Instagram reel. I won't say it changed that narrative for me, but it, you did kind of lack a little context, and especially knowing the characters, knowing who you're actually like. You're gonna kill Flash with with, with a handgun. I mean. You're going to kill Flash. You can just end right there. He could literally just move. I mean, I, yeah, I, the whole premise of killing the Justice League is silly. And then yeah, the Brainiacs. Exactly. Like, like you said, get rid of the Suicide Squad. Make up your own IP. Yeah, maybe there's something there. Yeah, maybe. And they didn't. And now Rocksteady is uh, absolutely 100% got this kind of egg on their face. It's going to take them another eight years to make their next game. And hopefully they've learned their lesson. I hope uh, they rebound. I hope they rebound. And uh, I'm sure I'll see this game on the end of the year list. Uh, just there's a there's a possibility. <laughs> there's uh, a, it, it's it's tough to go lower than a two, my friend. There's a possibility. But let me take it over. We'll let's start this bad boy off in gaming, and we'll start with the big announcement. Let's see what Phil Spencer had to say on this Xbox announcement. Hey, there could be three ones. You never know. Instead of a could two. I be playing Gears of War on the PlayStation? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> listen, I I uh, talked to Sam briefly about this before the show, and it was like <clears throat> it was one of those deals where it was like, okay, we knew it probably wasn't going to be as bad as the vocal minority made it out to be. We probably knew it wasn't going to be burn your console down worthy, but I was legitimately concerned there that the console wars were over. I thought for a, a hot minute there that if Xbox was going to go multi-platform, which was the leak, which was the rumor, which was confirmed today, let's not bury the lead here, uh, that it was going to mean the end of the Xbox brand, at least from a hardware perspective. And the reason that bums me out, I'm okay if Xbox moves their shit to PlayStation. I'm one of the lucky few that has every console and will continue to own that. So not a problem there. My big concern was, was if they move multi-plat, what does that mean for PlayStation in terms of output? Does that put less pressure on PlayStation to have to deliver a quality product knowing that there's no competition and that everybody is going to put their hard-earned American dollar into the PlayStation ecosystem? That's where my worry was. That worry has been quelled. I don't have to worry about that anymore. It does. It's not gone because now there are, there is going to be an Xbox series of titles going to PlayStation. So yeah, the less the competition is lesser. However, PlayStation seems to be caught in this really weird place right now where they're kind of staying silent. So I I just truly don't know. My biggest worry was if PlayStation doesn't have a competitor, do they need to make God of War 3? Do they need to make brand new IP or are they just going to roll with some really easy lower put out quantity quality, you know, stuff that doesn't really speak to us as much. And so while I still feel that way, like a little, at least it's not as bad as it was, but Xbox did make the announcement today that they are going to go multi-platform. They're going to put games on Nintendo switch on PlayStation five. And this screams Sega from the nineties when they got out of the game a little bit and yeah. they went multi-plat. Now Sega did stop creating hardware after the dreamcast. They did become software. Xbox. Luckily, 
did talk through hardware and there will be a future there. But before we even get into that, it seems like Phil Spencer said we have four games coming to other consoles. Did not get into what those four games were, but very much alluded to them. Two of them are live service. Two of them are smaller, never meant to be exclusive forever. They're all over a year old. And no, they are not Starfield. And no, they are not Indiana Jones. They will remain Xbox console exclusives for now. But Hi-Fi Rush, which is one of my favorite games from last year, the only Xbox game I played. Cannot wait to play that on PlayStation, by the way. Sea of Thieves, Pentiment, and Grounded seem to be the consensus choice for those four. If they throw us a curveball like Gears or Halo, at least for now, I'd be very shocked. But it sounds like Hi-Fi Rush, Sea of Thieves, Pentiment, and Grounded will be the four games that you'll be able to play on PlayStation, which I would imagine Hi-Fi Rush and Pentiment will be the two also going to Nintendo. Still looks like I won't be playing Xbox games yet. Yeah, it's uh, for the folks that were hoping, for the PlayStation owners that were hoping to get into the Gears of War ecosystem or the Halo ecosystem, unfortunately, for now, you won't. Now, they are going to treat this as a test, and I do believe that this is not the only thing they're doing. This is not going to be the only four Xbox games. I think it's more like round one, Uh, and I do think there are more on the way, and I think if we see success from these newer titles, I say that very much in air quotes, um, if we see success with these year oldish titles, I mean, Sea of Thieves and Grounded, much older, but then, oh, we sold 2 million units of Hi-Fi Rush. Didn't think that was possible. Think about what we can do with Gears. Let's release think, more shitty titles. Right, think of it. Well, hey, don't talk shit about Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, let's let's think about what Gears could do. Let's think about what Halo could do. And, you know, not Forza. They have Gran Turismo. They don't need Forza. But like things like that, I yeah. think have a lot of possibility. The gunk, maybe that finds its way over to a different console. So I think that there's possibility here down the road for the gears that you want or for Halo that a lot of people want, but don't currently have access to. But it's not the case today. So not as bad as you thought, not as good as you thought, but it usually it ended up where things usually do, Sam, that gray in between. Yeah, but just knowing that there's still going to be an Xbox console coming, exclusives, like you said, everyone, everyone's mind is at ease. Yeah, for now, and and uh, I think you know they still didn't say if Blade was a was an exclusive. We don't know if Fable and Perfect Dark and stuff like that. There are a bunch of Xbox games. Will they all of a sudden be? announced for other consoles who knows but we're gonna start with these four and that's okay with me i'm fine with that and there was other news too diablo 4 is going to be the first activision blizzard game coming over it's activision but coming over uh excuse me to game pass so that'll be coming march 28th they have 34 million game pass subs which is that's just marketing who cares game pass doesn't make money uh here's the thing no fundamental change to exclusivity was the quote what that means is they are still going to bring Xbox exclusives day one to Game Pass, uh, which is nice for the Xbox owner. You don't need to go out and burn your console. Just don't get all pissed off when a year later you can buy it for $70 on a different console. Like That doesn't make sense. But anyway, I'll digress. Game Pass is only staying with PC and Xbox. They have no plans on bringing it to Nintendo. No plans on bringing it to PlayStation. It's because it's not profitable. Uh, so yeah, that that's not going to be a thing. Game Pass still gets day one, and then here are the two big teases, and this is where we'll kind of end on the Xbox stuff. Is uh, they had very much said the next Xbox is in development, expected to be the biggest leap in the history of hardware, um, which to me shouts like you went from eight bit to sixteen. That was massive. You went from sixteen bit to three D. That was massive. And that jump from PS1 to PS2 was absolutely freaking incredible. So, like, games look so great now. I wonder what that could possibly mean. Because the leap from now to what the future could be, uh, if you're going to say the biggest leap, boy, there were already some massive leaps in gaming. I I was going to say, even the PS2 to PS3, I 
I thought that was a big leap as well. Sure, from like a draw distance and backgrounds and stuff like that. I guess the you know a little less polygonal, more rounded, human shaped, and and stuff like. Could you run Uncharted on PS2? Never in a million years. And so I get that, but like the the I don't even know. I mean, I mean, it's high talk. I mean, you're going to get the clip. People are going to write stories about it. So is it all talk? I mean, they're they're going to have to back that up. Xbox is known for just talking a lot. That's a really (laughs) good point. Uh, from you of like this could be all talk and that could be marketing speaking and very well might be but the little like hidden thing here was sarah bond i believe it was her said uh yeah and we plan to unveil our next piece of hardware we have a holiday or we have a hardware announcement coming this holiday and it's like whoa whoa the next xbox is coming no no way no way they're doing a handheld you think? Gonna, I mean, no, it's it's not. I think they're doing a handheld. I don't think it's going to be the Xbox Series X Pro or whatever you want to call. I it. I mean, that that that's what, what 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 my brain goes to. I mean, I would love to see an Xbox handheld. That's that's what I think it is. We have there, Xbox. There is no Xbox handheld, right? No, and there never was. Yeah. And Xbox very much synonymous with PC, right? They they release simultaneously. Microsoft Windows. We have all that. So I think like with the Steam Deck which is a mini Nintendo switch with a computer built into it. That's it's not what it is, but for, you know, this podcast, it sure is. Or like all of these others, I think Linux has one. I think, uh, Asus has one. There's a Lenovo one. Maybe like they have all of these portable handheld computers. Where you can play your steam library yeah. handheld God of war. Um, you know, all of these great games and the steam deck. I think Microsoft sees that and says like, okay, we have an opportunity here to make it our, handheld and that's you know there are rumors tom henderson put out there playstation is going to launch another vita successor and so we could get like this handheld war which could be an evolution if we get freaking p you know the the steam deck level graphics which are what we get today in handheld form that would be absolutely insane so that's what i think is this big announcement on on this holiday uh, that we are going to get the announcement of an Xbox handheld. I I would love it if they call it the Xbox. It, ju- it it's a handheld name, but they won't. Um, but yeah, that's what I think it is. They also did confirm this June we are getting an Xbox game showcase where E3 normally nice. would have been. So yeah. um, hopefully we find out about Banjo Kazooie then. But yeah, tons of good news. Um, Nothing to like. Now, I would say there was no bad over. news in there. I mean, may, maybe for like you said, PlayStation, no gears yet. But I mean, other than that, dude, that's that's all good news. Well, you have people. I think the you know, and I'll just end here. Like you have the people that were very concerned. They only have an Xbox, mm-hmm. and they invest five hundred dollars, and then sixteen dollars a month on top of that, or twenty now on top of that, into this ecosystem that hasn't necessarily rewarded them with great first party titles. And now all of a sudden, before they get this rush of great games of Perfect Dark and Fable and Indiana Jones and whatever, they could lose all of that. And their concern is, why did I dump $1,000 into this ecosystem if now I have to go pay $500 to buy another console? Or or what's going to happen to my digital games? Da, 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 da. Uh, there, so there were legitimate concerns, but I think a lot of people got so worked up because they didn't make an announcement yet. Yeah. And then once it came, it's like, okay, this is a really good example of let's wait and hear what they have yeah. to say. Jumping, jumping to, conclusions. to conclusions. Yep. Yep. Now in the head. All right. So let's move on to more positive news, but this one, PlayStation. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth has a demo for free out now on the PlayStation 5. Could you believe me? Would you believe me if I told you people were bitching about this? Why, why, why would you bitch about a free demo? Uh, it's what's in the demo. It's what's in the demo. I, I I did not download the demo, so I have no idea what's in the demo. I didn't beat Final Fantasy VII Remake, so I have no interest in playing the demo. I will one day. But uh, people are pissed off. It's 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 all in good fun, but... You know, in like The Last of Us or Uncharted, where they, or even God of War, I think, they were wherever they want you to go, they put like yellow. 
I'll paint the ledge yeah, yellow. Which, which, which I like. I didn't mind that. It's in Final Fantasy, so people are like up in arms of like, we're not babies. Stop telling was us it, where to go. It was in the first one. <coughs> that That's what they're pissed about. I guess I'm so used to it on charge, so I'm like a trained monkey. Like, oh, oh, okay, there, there I go. Like, I, I, I'm cool with it. I'm, yeah, I don't mind. I, that, doesn't, that doesn't hurt my feelings. No, I truly don't mind the yellow ledge thing. It's like, whatever. What are you going to do? Uh, and, but yeah. The uh, the demo's out now. It is free if you want to go check it out. The game comes out in two weeks, so you don't have to wait too much longer. But uh, definitely for free, PS5, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah, if, if work wasn't crazy, maybe I would have downloaded it. But I'm like, I'm so close now. I'm just going to wait just so I don't have to just stop. Replay that same section in two weeks. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm good. I, I, could, I, I, I waited this long, guys. What's two more weeks? Peacemaker officially joins... Mortal Kombat 1 at the end of February. Yeah, Mortal Kombat fans are up in arms about this because there there was actually this was like some bad news because their new season of content got delayed and da 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 da. da. But for us casuals, for the casual, uh yeah, dude, he looks so good. Yeah. He he does look awesome. It looks identical to the John Cena peacemaker. Is it um, is, is he voicing it? He, good question. I, I did I didn't Anthony hear started any, I didn't, Homelander. So I don't think Cena is going to do Peacemaker. That's a good question. I don't know the answer. I don't think he will. Uh, but I cannot wait. February 28th is when he comes, by the way, to Mortal Kombat 1. At least, I think, in like early access. But you can get him. Uh, as a Mortal Kombat 1 player and somebody who very much enjoys Mortal Kombat 1, this and is half the reason I got the fighter pass. According to the post made by the Game Awards, John Cena will voice the Peacemaker in Mortal Kombat 1. Good. Good. That's a pretty reliable source. Yeah, uh, I mean, hey, I, I like John Cena, so hopefully it continues. Next up, New Game Plus is coming to Spider-Man 2 on March 7th with some new costumes. Any uh, any interest in revisiting Zero. that one? A- absolutely none. I'm done the game. I'll probably never play it again. Wow. It's a... I know what, what you. I completed everything. Like I don't care for another color suit. Like I'm, I'm good. I, I got all I'm going to get out of that game. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people that like want to platinum it and stuff like that. They'll go back for yeah. New Game Plus. But like for me, you know, I never. I, I, I don't think I finished it. I think I'm like ninety yeah. percent there. So, and, and you're, and you're done. Like, and you're like, all right, I'm good. I, I, I saw what I needed to see. It was. It's just so samey. And I know that a lot of the games yeah. I play and sequels in general are, are samey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one a little too much. So I think they knew what we didn't want and they said, fuck it. We're putting it in there anyway. You don't want Mary <laughs> we're Jane. We're already halfway done anyway. Screw it. You don't want Mary Jane side missions. We're putting twice as many in, you know, like it's just, it's just, oh, you don't like bit. it. We're going to push back twice as hard. It just, it just, it didn't grab me like the first one. It yeah. doesn't have its hooks in me like the first one. I don't think about it. Like I did the first one. And so, unfortunately, this is just to see. And this is coming from somebody who complained a lot about Miles Morales. I didn't think that game was particularly uh, uh, fantastic either. And so I'm like, oh, damn! Like that. How quickly did that Spider-Man franchise just come and go for me personally? But yeah. I still do hold the first one in such high regard. That was my 2018 game yeah. of the year. I was gonna say, what's your game of the year? Last story we have in gaming. Oh, one of our favorites titles, at least Resistance. Retribution is headed to PS Plus Premium. Yeah, and you might say, like, why are these guys putting this on here? No, that's pretty simple, ladies and germs. That's because... We love Resistance. (laughs) Right. Uh, PlayStation, Sony Bend is turning 30 this year. They made Retribution. Retribution is the PSP game that very few people played out of the Resistance quadrilogy, if you want to go there. And the only reason I'm putting it here is, yes, they turned 30. Yes, this is a bend 30th anniversary treat, and that's why we're getting it. But what it does is it reopens my hope for all three Resistance games to get a remake on PS5. I don't care if it's not Insomniac who does the port. Get anybody. I don't care. Get Nixus. Get one of the port companies that you freaking bought. Get us a Resistance HD collection. This goes from 1% hope because guess what? It wasn't in the Insomniac leaks. To 5%. (laughs) We know that there's no new game coming from at least Insomniac. This goes from 1% to 5%. It gives me a little glimmer of hope. 127 hours, James Franco-sized piece of hope. Hey, he made it out alive. 
maybe we will too. Uh, in the movies section, Moana 2 is surprisingly coming to theaters this year on November 27th. Damn, talk about Disney just saying we're in the shit. Let's try to get out of it quick. We need to bring in the kids, guys. Come on, please. The Rock yeah. help. After Wish and the Marvels and all of these other flop, 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 yeah. flop, strange world. What are we doing? Yeah, let's bring in Moana. Legitimately the best 3D animated Disney movie of all time. No doubt about and that. And I haven't, I haven't even seen it, so it's, I, it's I can't even comment. It's phenomenal. I'm so lucky. I have two little girls who just love it because it really is good. We're getting the live action, which is definitely a point of contention. I'm creeped out if that actually is The Rock as Maui. I've seen it live on ice twice, too. What a phenomenal thing. Um, but, yeah, the second one. Let's think, too. Did you see Frozen 2? I don't even 2019. Remember. I think maybe 20, bits and pieces. Maybe frozen two sucked monkey balls and frozen one is another classic. And like when you have this really long wait between sequels and you have all this buildup and you think, Oh my God, it's going to be great. And then it turns into a big giant thing of about death and all the other things that go along with this really awkward storyline of Atu Holland. And like, why did we go here? I fear Moana may become too big for her britches here in part two. Let's keep it a little bit more grounded, a little bit more simple. Make Keep great what makes Moana great. I want weird Pacific Islander talking creatures. I want Maui. I want her. I want Hey Hey. I want the island. I don't need you to go grandiose. I am petrified that it will, but at least I have a movie to take my kid to this year. Hey, that's it. Uh, Fantastic Four not only got its cast unveiled, but got a release date, theatrical, July 25th, 2025. We're less than a year and a half away. We know Pedro Pascal's in it. We know Cousin is in it. We know, uh, what's his name? Eddie, uh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie something. Oh, my God. He was, From, he was in Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Eddie, Eddie Munson. Eddie Munson. And then I don't know who Vanessa Kirby is. She was in uh, the, one of the new, um, was it Mission Impossibles? Oh, okay. So there's your cast. Pedro Pascal, Vanessa Kirby, Joseph uh, Quinn, and I, I don't know his name. It's Cousin from The Bear, uh, Cousin Richie. What do you think about this casting? So it's the boss Bacharach is, our, is Cousins. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm not a huge fan of this casting. If I had to pick anyone I like, it's maybe Kirby and maybe Cousins. Other than that, I'm I, I just don't see Pedro as Mr. Fantastic, and I'm not a huge fan of jo- Joseph Quinn as as Johnny Blaze. I I, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, maybe I still got a lot of the the bad. The last Fantastic Four movie was so terrible that it, it just left such a bad taste in my mouth. Um, it's also coming out the same month as James Gunn's Superman movie as well. So I'll be curious to see if both movies stick their date and battle it out or someone gives and kind of pushes back or forward. Yeah, which um, one of those do you think Gross is higher? I mean, you, you, almost, you want, almost want to say Fantastic Four just because the fans have been craving for it people want want uh, to marvel movies sent, tend to do better than dc movies just in general but True. this is superman this is Super- like superman. this is batman superman these are your two flagships here i mean regardless i'm seeing both movies they both get seen in theaters i want to see them on the biggest screen i can i i just for fan, fantastic four i'm just not I, I guess for both i'm going in like a little skeptical because i still want i still miss henry superman fantastic four the cast is going to have to, to completely win me over because I'm kind of going in a little bit. Like, Are you Pedroed out? He's he, a little. Lot. He's he's in everything. Everything he's I the, watch, he's in it. He's the Troy Baker of real acting. Yeah, yeah I, I, literally, like everything yeah. that I watch, he's in, and it, yeah. it gets a little. It's like I, I just in my mind's eye reading comics. Pedro isn't Mister Mister Fantastic. Even Cousins as Thing is like that's that's Cousins. Like I, I, I don't, Why do you keep I don't saying know. Cousins, 
Why do you keep? I, I just, I, I I like to say cousins sometimes. I don't know, <laughs> but if, I, if he, I, he's talking about Ebon Moss Backrock or Backrack or Back, back whatever. Yeah. yeah, he's Richie from from the Bear. From yeah, the bear. Uh, I and, and, and to be honest, friendly. I wasn't even a huge fan of of uh, Joseph Quinn's character on Stranger Things. No, Everyone just like they, that. That one kind of went over my head. I I wasn't even a huge fan. Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I can I didn't attest give a to shit this. about him." He was my favorite in ST four, but I can attest to this. I very recently went back and listened to our Stranger Things four spoiler cast, um, just to hear about what we thought about that show and if it still held up for me. And you were very vocal in that of like you didn't understand the love for Eddie. I keep wanting yeah. to say cousin Eddie, um, <laughs> but yeah, of, of Eddie Munson and. Uh, yeah, so I'm that's still, Joseph Quinn's kind of claim to fame as Eddie yeah. Munson for Stranger Things four, uh, whatever for for that one. I am very interested in Ebon for the thing. I think he works really well in that human form. I need to see what he'll look like in in the rocks. We'll say, um, and if it's just like his weird, like I can picture a, uh, oh, what did they do to that fucking thing in a jar? Oh, who is that villain that they did it in Ant Man? Oh my god. Uh, Modoc. Thank you. I can picture like a Modoc thing where they just like blow up a JPEG of what's oh, dude's face I, and like make it orange and rocky. Like when when, <laughs> when Michael Chiklis was in it, I thought he looked great. Like I like yeah, Michael Chiklis as the thing. The, but sure. the, the the reboot terrible. Yeah, Please Michael Chiklis do the opposite Alba, of what you did. Obviously, Jessica Alba. But uh, I am fine with the cast. I am a little Pedroed out too. It seems like. Chris Pratt had his pratted out thing and like now it's Pedro who's just in everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe that, that feeling will pass, but this is going to be I right hope. around when the last of a season two is out. So we're going to be pretty Pedro up at this point and Mandalorian. Mandalorian. So it's everything we watch movies, TV, we can't escape. Pedro. What's that? 2026. I think that comes to theater. So like, and then if they're doing a season four, uh, so that, yeah, we're going to have a lot of Pedro Pascal. Yep. Um, we're definitely not going to have that much uh, Joseph Quinn, at least in Stranger Things. Um, but I have yeah. none of it. No, none of it. I, I, I hope that that was a fake out. I don't think it was, but my God. Uh, so, yeah, that was that. Um, do you have any trepidations around the movie? And do you think Dr. Doom is this is where he comes in? I mean, either that or. People kind of been speculating. Maybe you kind of see a Doom or tease in, in Deadpool, Deadpool three. So yeah, I, I don't. I, I would love because who doesn't love Doctor Doom? Doctor Doom is an absolute badass. And if it is Killian Murphy, sold. You that is that the rumor? Well, that's who I want. Oh, okay, I, I, I haven't. I haven't heard. <laughs> I haven't heard shit. But Killian Murphy's a man. That would be awesome. What if it was Pedro Pascal? No, uh, that would that would be. <laughs> I would. Awesome. I would. Do you know what I'd be like? Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> what if it was Aaron Paul? Like, what if? Uh, it's too puny. I need Brian, a big, even Brian though Killian Murphy isn't a bigger guy, but yeah, I think dude, he's you're a talking about Oppenheimer here. Uh, yeah, no, Killian Murphy would be really cool. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. Uh, most of the other actors I can think of are already in the MCU, so there you go. Knocks that out. We had uh, the big game, the old Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl, um, and we had some trailers to break down. And I will get it right out up front. The Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes trailer I did not watch on purpose. I am in the middle of a rewatch of the original three, and I don't remember the third one, so I didn't want to get spoiled. So that's the only reason I did not watch it. But I did watch Deadpool and Wolverine. I did watch Twisters. So let's talk about at least those two. Did you watch the Planet of the Apes trailer? I, I I don't know if I did see it. Oh, no, I did. I did see it. I, I okay. thought it looked okay. Okay. I still think the other ones look different. I don't know. I think they look better. But From I'm like still, a CG perspective? Yeah. Gotcha. I, I, I'm still going to see the movie, but I my understanding it, this is a brand new trilogy that takes, pay, takes place years later. Yeah. I don't so, want okay. – I don't I, – I still think that there's going to be callbacks. I don't want to get spoiled – I'm in the middle of that rewatch. so. Uh, okay. But let's talk about Deadpool and Wolverine. <clears throat> this was obviously the biggest trailer of the night. This was the first trailer of the night, which Broke, is nice. It has the most watched thing ever. Yeah, record-breaking record breaking trailer for the first 24 hours. Um, overall, just like, let me just hear your thoughts, man. What did you think of the o Deadpool and Wolverine trailer? Overall, Deadpool is Marvel's Jesus. He is going <laughs> to save the MCU. He's probably going to bring back 
they're probably going to see I, any character can pop up. I mean, from from Cyclops, Jean Grey to Michael Chiklis is the thing. I mean, I I feel like anyone can cameo. Anyone safe. Anyone could come back. It, it's it's going to save. It's going to save the the MCU. We've been dying to see Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine. We're finally getting him in the yellow suit. They teased us a, a, a half a second. You blinked, missed it. You know, costume reveal of, of Wolverine. I this I just feel like I'm going to be watching this movie with a stupid smile on my face the entire movie, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. This is the savior, man. This is the thing that's going to break a lot of people out of their MCU rut, uh, myself included, like big time MCU rut. And I think you know when I look back at the first two Deadpool movies massive massive fan of the first deadpool movie that yep. second one i didn't love i didn't love in the theater i didn't love upon a rewatch obviously i'm not going to love the pg13 version more outside of the what's Heavy his face i refuse i refuse to watch it outside of the comedy aspect from um the kevin arnold uh, i can't even think of his name uh but from what he brings into it moly 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 from, yep. from gold member Thank you, the Savage Kid, Fred Savage, or whatever one of them. Yep, Fred Savage. Uh, it could be Ben. Who knows? Nope, Ben is yeah, ben his is younger brother. Swirl. That's Boomy Swirl. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I didn't love that second one. I actually kind of forgot the ending, the the whole thing of the retconning and the bringing back and the time travel and oh, all no. of that. Forgot about all that. So when I saw Vanessa in the trailer, I was like, "What? Okay, didn't that bitch maybe- die?" Maybe with his hair, maybe it's a dream sequence or something. Maybe like that's the thing that tells you. That it's a dream sequence. And then I after the trailer was done, I did a quick recap of the second one. And I was like, holy shit. That's why, there's no anyone can come back. It's like the dude anyone. who got caught up in the power lines or whatever, he's back, like half the X Force or whatever. Star. Yeah, yep. yeah. They're like they're all back in this trailer. And I was like, Oh my God. They really just kind of made a movie and then said, Now nah, we get uh we wreck on the whole thing. And so yeah, it's fun to see Negasonic. It's fun to see, I think, Yuki. Yeah is back it's fun to see just that whole gang the tva they keep complaining people are complaining about like the tva that they're different than the loki tva but but, their armor looks different it's like wait a minute wait a minute do the police officers in wisconsin not look different than police officers in philly like they're both police officers can we just kind of get over that maybe they're like well where's morbius where's the other chick where's it's like mobius bitch there's other fucking people working in the tva these yeah, two people exactly 100 percent agree Just, like they have to find something to bitch at yo yeah, they have yeah. to no i i am actually on board with that with your thought process of like yo, the only thing i'm disappointed i just wanted more wolverine I, well, that's I they're wolverine. saving it dude I and know, if you've seen any I'm, backstage photo or whatever behind the scenes photo you've seen them in costume i know i just want to see i can't wait to watch them beat the shit out of each other something like there was something about a disco dancer I, that went over my head i don't know what that was all about there was a behind the scenes photo of one of the deadpools he looked like he had disco hair and like whatever apparently there's a big easter egg i'm not sure it's the only there's one quick shot that you see of the back of wolverine and it looks like it's daniel radcliffe that's he's that's playing another like one patch, yeah. that he's playing patch wolverine which i'm i'm <laughs> dude if you show me that perfect yeah, I'm, I'm all for that that'd be fun people are saying taylor swift is gonna cameo like yeah it's dazzler i don't give a shit for that i for mean what? I, for what taylor awesome. is dazzler she's ah. awesome she's fucking I mean, no, no, awesome no, dude. no taylor no taylor taylor's cool as a person but i don't i just just don't throw her in dazzler just because the fans are saying and the comic nerds are specking and then the books going up because of it. Like that's to me. Okay. Except that it just, she just did that for the NFL and became like the most successful season ever. And that could legitimately get the movie over a billion. Just I'm, that. I think the movie's <laughs> going to get over a billion alone, but if you throw in the Swifties, I mean, you're probably closer to two. Uh, probably like 1.4 is where I'll top it. But like, yeah, like you're going to get, a lot, if that is yeah. true. And I, to your point here, here I'll just end it with this. Fun trailer, good time. To your point, I'm going into this expecting anything and anyone yeah. from any timeline. Could be Quicksilver from Wanda or the one from the old one or like whomever. Uh, no, I mean the X-Men one or the one that showed up at the door, got shot and killed, whatever. Kick-ass guy. Yeah. Aaron, whatever. They all could be Taylor Johnson. Both of them could be here. Who knows? I just yeah. I love that thought of like Godzilla could show up in this fucking movie. 
and I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I mean, I, 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 IPs, I, that won't work, but I mean, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> you don't think Marvel has the flexibility to get a legendary copy of the money they've been losing? Pictures I don't know. I think they can make that happen. If they can get Hugh Jackman, they can get Godzilla. And I, I am elated over this trailer. I finally feel like the MCU is coming back. Uh, we started to watch Guardians a little bit again in the house. We watched the I Am Groot series of shorts. It's Sucks. like we're we're slowly but surely getting a little back at the MCU, yeah. and it's strictly because of the hype around Deadpool, and I'm excited about that. Yeah. Is there anything you're worried about? Honestly, no. I'm not. <laughs> it's directed by Sean Levy. I like his films. It's Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman. I have complete faith. Do you, can honestly. you s- can you say the same thing about Twisters? Twisters, it's it's like a <laughs> it's like no, Glenn no, Powell trying and, to be the first movie. Yeah, and, and I saw what they were doing. It, I look at it, and it, I just it makes me think of Bill Paxton. It, it yes. makes me think of one of his last interviews. It was him, and he was on a podcast with a uh, uh, Dean Delaray comedian, and he was telling us how how many years he's been trying to get the sequel made, and just trying, trying, trying. Then, you know, obviously his life tragically cut short and he never got to kind of see this, to see this film kind of through. But I mean, I'm going to go see it. I, I love the first Twister. I, I'm kind of going to kind of say it in his honor because he was the one that was fighting for this movie for years and years and years. And it's finally another Twister movie is finally getting made. I'm sure they're going to give him some, you know, memory of, or maybe even mention his character in the movie. Maybe it's Glenn Powell's his son. Like who, who knows what they decide to do there, but I'm, just to get back, because it's just, I it, it, it's tough. I'm I'm going to see it no matter what. I I don't know if it's going to be on the level as the first one, just because watching that growing up, it scared the shit out of me when that when that guy, the twister came, he flew off with the door. I was scared ever since that movie started. So um, I'm just going to go in with low expectations. I've always looked at. I was always fascinated by tornadoes my whole mm-hmm. life. Um, we had one in our neighborhood growing up, yep. and we're not in a tornado-ridden Twice. area. And yep. so, yeah, we just had one two, three years ago in our neighborhood, touched down in our neighborhood. So it doesn't backyard. happen yeah. often, um, but I've been fascinated with them. And so Twister, to me, was always a turn-your-brain-off kind of good fun movie, almost like the day after tomorrow. It's like a monster like, movie. you know. It was just like a monster movie. Yeah, yeah. And like, how can you have your eyes open in a tornado and look up? Like, how does like, how does a tornado roar? Like, it made a noise at one point. Like, it yeah. went roar during like I think the one where it rips through the drive-through or something. So like it, it definitely has some roughness to it. And you know what, Paxton and who's the other guy who the blonde who's uh, Phil he's also passed away. Thank you. Like. There's like some ghost to this yeah. movie. And when you look at the sequel, boy, does it make it look like 2024 version of the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And so I definitely have trepidation around that. So I think how I'm going to approach this from a stay away from the theater. Um, wait till it's on digital. And See, I, check I'm it going out. to theaters. I want to be on the biggest screen possible. I have My to. two TVs combined to be 155 inches. Like, you know what I mean? How I, much I, more can I, I, I do possibly have a couple. Get? I do have a Fandango and AMC gift card, so I, I got some go. stuff to burn. So if you I'm burn a gift card on Twisters, you're a bitter, bigger man than me. Uh, hey. I, I'll wait. I'll watch it on digital. I'll experience it in my house. It's fine. Maybe I'll do it during a thunderstorm. That would be fun. Uh, but I am not expecting much. It looked fine. Like It looked yeah. like another turn your brain off. It looks like I'm going to watch this like I'm going to watch the new Bad Boys. It's just Damn. <clears throat> many, many years too late. I'll wait for digital and I'm sure yeah. it'll be fine. Those three sentences I can yeah. say for either one of those franchises at this point, knowing that I love the first one of each one of those franchises and especially the second one for bad boys. One of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. I love that fucking movie. But anyway, yeah, they were fine. <clears throat> I have no problem with it. It's just, you know what? My expectations aren't high. That's yeah, why I think I'm just, fine with just it. Just keep them low. And it's, and just think it's in the honor of Bill Paxton. Except it's Glenn Powell. In TV, we got our first look and a release date for X-Men 97 coming to Disney Plus March 20th. I love that. Uh, like the promo picture <laughs> is like the VHSs. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, that, damn, they had to hit, hit me with in. that. They're leaning in. They leaned in. It's perfect. Marvel's had a great week. 
Yeah. Let's just put it that it's way. That the marketing for the marketing for X Men, they're Fantastic continuing right where right where it went off. Um, one of the scenes it looks like you kind of got like Gambit jumping on Wolverine, kind of like powering up together. So I was like, okay, I, I see what they're doing here. You got, you know, uh, the, the one line by Cyclops, my X-Men, or my X-Men to me, and it kind of like got me chills. I was like, oh shit, I'm really going to binge the shit out of X-Men 97. So I, I can't wait to watch this. It, the animation looks very, very faithful. To the it almost looks like animation. too sharp. Like it's yeah. too Oh, bright. it's way too, it's, it's if the old one was in high def. Yeah. Like 100%, that's yeah. what it looks like. It's like yeah. when I watch an anime on my OLED, I'm like, oh, that's what it's supposed to look like. So, yeah, yeah. it's definitely 2024's version of the 1997 series. <laughs> that That's what it's meant to be, which yeah. is nice. Um, but, yeah, dude, no complaints. Let's just hope that, I mean, it has some of the returning cast, which is good. Let's just hope <laughs> that the most plot of the carries returning through. Cast, yeah. yeah, let's just hope that the plot carries through or that it doesn't take itself too seriously or that it just has that spirit of the Saturday morning cartoon yeah. like it did in the 90s because that's one thing we're missing nowadays is every cartoon nowadays is lacking that heart yeah. that spirit from that era that made animated shows and put them yeah. on the map and that's what i'm missing is the is the saturday morning cartoon we just don't have something like that so hopefully this show tries but doesn't try too hard and fail yeah i know that's a tough act in a wire to walk on anything else about the x-men 97 that stuck out to you or jumped yep. out to you all us 80s and 90s kids will be watching the bear season three, speaking of the thing, uh, will premiere in June on FX and Hulu. I mean, super fast turnaround considering they just started filming last week. So they, they don't edit a lot. I mean, there's not a lot of special no. effects. Like, that's the thing about this show. It doesn't take a lot. Hey, even though last season they said we shot it in less than a month. Like, holy yeah. shit. So I, I can only imagine the same thing is going to happen with this season. So they don't have to do a ton of location scouting. They kind of yeah. got a place nailed down. <laughs> Having a kid, nice kitchen. Just wide shots, guys. Watch. Doesn't out. have to go to the Philippines very often for this show. You know, it's not yeah, Game of Thrones. I, I can't wait. About. I can't wait to dive back in. I I hope uh, he got it out of that freezer. Oh, I forgot to put this in here. By the way, game. I the freezer scene will always piss me off. Anyway. I forgot to put it in here. There's another Game of Thrones spinoff on the way. Was that Aegon's Conquest or something? Yep, Aegon's Con- Conquest. Yep, I saw that. Yeah, so we'll be getting yet another Game of Thrones spinoff. I'm all for them. Keep the Game of Thrones spinoffs coming as long as D.B. Weiss and David Benioff <laughs> stay far, them away. far away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Percy Jackson got renewed for season two at Disney+. Plus. I still did not see season one. I, I, I do want to see it because, like I said, I read the books. I loved them. If the first season was the first book, great. The second season is, I believe, it's Sea of Monsters. And the second book is my least favorite book, which to me, in the movies, the second movie, that was it. That It never got the third one because the second book is the worst book in the whole series. So to me, you got if it is the second book, get over this little hump because it's the worst book. After that, the next run of the books are solid. You got out of Disney Plus at a good time, though, my friend. Like I did. Everything now that Disney is doing, anytime, let's say we watch Moana, there's a 30-second ad in the front now, Mm. but it's like an internal ad, so it's not one you pay for. It's just like you can skip it, but it's about whatever's coming to Disney Plus soon, and then at the end, no matter what you watch, in the old times, if you watched Frozen, when the credits hit, it'll zoom out, it'll give you the the credits in the small box, and then what'll come up? Frozen 2, play here. Yeah. Now, no matter what, it's Percy Jackson. You could be watching a kid's wow. show, and it's like, do you want to watch Percy? Percy, push it. We're pushing it. We're pushing. They are trying everything they can to market these shows, and it's like, no, I have not. I haven't even clicked that button once. I will not watch Damn. Percy Jackson, but whatever. Dave, one of the best shows going, is not returning to for season four at F. Excuse me, not returning for season four at FX. Let me put a little caveat to this story for now. It has since come out that it's actually only on pause so Dave Bird can uh, pursue other projects, maybe such as Hot Ones. But um, Did you watch his Hot Ones? Oh, yes. It was good. Uh, He's 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 a little the man. I mean, obviously, sad news to hear right now, season four. At first, we heard it was canceled, which was devastating. So now it's on pause because he kind of says in Hot Ones, hey, guys, go. I'm directing it. I'm writing it. I'm editing it. I'm writing music. I get it. He There's does not it enough all time year day. Yeah. So right. if he needs another extra year to kind of get his bearings, do his other projects, cool. Take your time, Dave. 
Take That's what I'm hoping is that it's only another year like that. I could live with, but Dave is not the type of show where like three years later, you can come back to it yeah. and everything's hunky dory. They left some of those that we just rewatched it. Actually, I'd never seen it. So we did a watch through because I loved it. She loved it too. But I, that season three, episode 10, they almost, I feel like he knew because they almost well, made he it. Probably would say we're in limbo. If, That's... if it was the series finale, like Allie's packing, she's moving out of what's her face's place. They're not living together anymore. Yeah. You can see her packing. There's a whole bunch of different stuff. So I have a feeling that this pause could turn permanent, but let's do one more. Even if it's like six episodes, it's like, let let us get a send off for a little Dickie because it, it, that show deserves it. And then my last story of the week, um, it's more actually just a question for you before we get going. The last act, the uh, live action, la- excuse me, the live action airbender the last avatar releases in a week how hyped are you um i mean i'm going to watch it i i well i was originally i watched the cartoon i never like finished like first episode to last but i remember watching it liking it um i see a lot of diehards kind of not looking forward to it because i heard the creators kind of said that they kind of went a different way from the story and they kind of took some liberties so uh, I'm interested to see. I mean, it's got to be better than M. Night Shyamalan's movie. So I, it's got to be better. It can't be worse. That's so right. I'm going to I'm going to check it out. So hopefully next podcast, I'll have all of it or at least a couple episodes watched. Yeah, um, I will not be watching a single second of it, but that is OK, because I have 48 other TV shows I'll talk about in 11 months. So uh, no Plenty of stuff. Yeah, no big deal. Everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us. This was our February 2024 episode, a little bit on the lighter side in terms of time. That's okay with us. Sam's going to be doing a little traveling. And if, again, I'll say it again, if on February 27th, something doesn't completely shit the bed, you can expect a bonus episode from us. Hell, maybe I'll just get frisky and do one anyway. Thank you all so much for hanging out, Sam. Any final thoughts before we get rocking? No. Short and sweet. Perfect. Everybody, thank you so much for hanging out. Maybe we'll see you later this month, but we'll definitely see you next month for the March 2024 episode. As for me, I like the stocks. <laughs>